I have seen God at work here just breaking old chains. Um, thoughts that I thought I put to bed a long time ago are emerging, and they're just coming to light, and God's just sweetly taking them from me, and I feel like a completely different person. I just, there's no way around it. <laughs> just getting rid of old baggage, and um, it's hard to explain, but really chains have been broken. Hey friends, you just heard from Sophie, one of our Revelation Wellness instructors, as she shared her story of God breaking chains and walking her into greater freedom through Revelation Wellness. And if you too have felt weighed down and worn out during this season that we've been walking through, we have a place for you. We are so excited to gather together in community, in the flesh, at our in-person retreat, Impact, happening May 9th through the 13th. And we would be delighted if you would join us because we know that when we gather together, God shows up and freedom happens. You don't have to have any experience with fitness or anything else to come and be welcome at this retreat. All shapes, all abilities, all sizes, all ages have a place here. You belong and we invite you. It is such a get to for us to gather people together and we cannot wait to be with you in person at the Lost Canyon Retreat Center, where we will move our bodies, worship the Lord together, grow spiritually with new teachings, have community, and enjoy healthy, nourishing meals that'll all be prepared for you. Friends, when we leave, we will come away feeling renewed in all of the best ways so that we can go back to our communities ready to pour out and love those around us well. You can learn more about our Impact Retreat and sign up by visiting our website. The link is in your show notes. And remember that signups close April 15th. So don't delay. Click on that link and visit our webpage so you can learn more and get registered today. And now on to our Revving the Word episode. We know you look forward to these episodes every week, and we do too. We love to move in community with you, and we can't wait to get started. Enjoy today's episode, and we will see you soon in all the places. Peace. Getting the playlist going in three, two, one, play. Take a deep breath, inhale, expand your rib cage. Exhale. Do it again so that you feel the breath moving your rib cage. Try to keep your shoulders from lifting up to your ears. We don't want that to happen. It's okay if it does, but just get in your body. Maybe shake your hands. Maybe tap. Pat your thighs, 
it here and now. All right, friends, I'm Elisa Keaton. It's my greatest joy to be with you, talk about God's word, read his word, and most importantly, have his word read you as you move your body. Movement is a big part of this. So I don't care if you are strolling, walking to the corner mailbox to get your mail. The intention is to occupy your limbic brain. That's the part of your fight, flight, freeze. We occupy that when we move our body so that we can come up, have some higher reasoning going on. And today we are going to set our sights on Jesus. Let me ask you this question. Is there anything right now in your life that's causing you pain? And you're crying out, come on God, get rid of this. Take it away. And perhaps you're even tempted to blame him. <laughs> Listen, we're honest here. A little angry, disappointed, sad, mad, feeling bad or scared. Well, we're going to press into the word and see what God has to say. So let's pray. Holy Spirit, thank you for who you are. You are the active force of God. God the Father, Jesus the Son, and the Holy Spirit. We're so grateful for the roles you play in our life and how you are one God with many features, characteristics, attributes. And we're here today by the power of the Holy Spirit that draws us closer to the heart of the Father so we might become sons and daughters of God, like Jesus, walking the earth. But we need the Spirit. And we are worshipers in spirit and truth, so come. We invite you into this time. Change us according to your perfect and pleasing will. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, today we're going to be in John 3. It's a story of Nicodemus. Here we go. Just go on the journey, see this, think in pictures as I read these verses to you. Now there is a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. This man came to Jesus by night and said to him, Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher come from God, for no one can do the signs you do unless God is with him. Jesus answered him, 
truly, truly, I say to you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus said to him, how can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter a second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, truly, truly, I say to you, unless one is born of water and the spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the spirit is spirit. Do not marvel that I said to you, you must be born again. The wind blows where it wishes and you hear its sound, but you do not know where it comes from or where it goes. So it is with everyone who is born of the spirit. Nicodemus said to him, how can these things be? And Jesus answered him, are you the teacher of Israel? And yet you do not understand these things. Truly, truly, I say to you, we speak of what we know and bear witness to what we have seen, but you, you do not receive our testimony. If I have told you earthly things and you do not believe, how can you believe if I tell you heavenly things? No one has ascended into heaven except he who descended from heaven, the Son of Man. And this is our verse today. And as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, so must the Son of Man be lifted up, that whoever believes in him may have eternal life. This is the word of the Lord. Okay, on a scale of one to 10, you're a good solid six, seven. I want you to go ahead for this entire song, just give your best sustainable effort. You gotta still be able to breathe. You can't be uncomfortable for three minutes, but you can be moderately uncomfortable. You're focused. Shake out any rigidity or resistance to your best effort for three minutes. All right? Only two and a half at this point. Come on. And as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, so must the Son of Man be lifted up. Jesus is telling this teacher of the law, this truly Jewish know-it-all, a Torah know-it-all, a God's word know-it-all, saying, you still don't get it. And he's rever referring to Numbers 21, when the people in the wilderness, God's people, are grumbling, get bit by snakes, right? Now listen, we've got to remember, God, allows for our affliction so that we return and be healed. He does not afflict 
without purpose. And he is not the afflictor. There is an adversary. And we are birthed into a world that is now broken because we must confess right now, we think we know best. Listen, every time you come here, we're fleshing out, fleshing out pride. Selfish thinking and selfish ways. We are prone to our own ways and our own wantings. Confess it now. If you want your healing, confess it. Come on. And this is the beauty of getting you to move your body purposely, purposely trying to weaken you a bit. Do you recognize you're limited? You're limited. And here's Nicodemus. He's trying to understand. He comes humbly. Pull back. Now, the fact that he comes in the night is similar to the woman at the well that comes to get water during the high noon of day. People don't do that. She was hiding. She was put upon. Go ahead and come back to a seven, a six. Recover. Actively recover. And Jesus accepts and sits with Nicodemus. He comes at night to see him. This man came to Jesus by night, right? Scripture tells us that we're to do the works of the day. Be open. But isn't it awesome that Jesus accepts him, sits down, and by the way, he is going to say to Nicodemus, one of the most common phrases we hear, if you've ever been to a basketball game, well, maybe not so much anymore. You don't see it. Remember in the 70s and the 80s, I'd see somebody in the end zone holding the sign that says, John 316. <laughs> don't see that that much anymore. Yeah. For God so loved the world. This is what, right after the scripture we're looking at today, this is what Jesus is going to say to Nicodemus. For God so loves the world, Nicodemus that he gave me, that whoever believes in me will not perish and have eternal life. That I wasn't sent to condemn you or the world, Nicodemus, but to save it. See, Nicodemus, Nicodemus's heart, I believe it's right. He's pulling, he's feeling tugged, but his head how can these things be? I don't get it. I don't understand. If you are here today and you've got some places that your heart hurts and your head says, I don't understand. Just spend a little bit of time talking to the Lord about that. 
Go ahead. My heart hurts. My soul hurts. My head does not understand. Nicodemus knows there's something different. This could be the Messiah, but I don't get it. I've been raised from a little boy to understand you one way, and you're showing up differently. It's messing with my mind, Jesus. So he comes to him and says, no one can do what you're doing. No one. Can we just reflect on that? If you think there is someone else that can do or can give you what Jesus can give you, you're not a follower. You're a fan. And you want your team to win. And in the kingdom that Jesus comes to show us, winning often looks like losing. We lose to gain. That's why we cannot be thinking of people who are born of the flesh. We're people born of the spirit. That's why at the beginning of most of these Revving the Words, I am praying to God through the nature, the calling of his Holy Spirit, bring it back to life. His word says, in the last days, I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. And unless you are born of the spirit, not the flesh, and this spirit, it blows where it wants to blow. It goes where it wants to go. Follow it. You won't know where it's coming from or where it goes. But for the people who are born of the Spirit, you've been born again. You see the world differently. So I'm going to just say a prayer. And if you need this to happen, say yes and amen. Lean into it because he wants to give it to you. God, I pray for my brothers and sisters who are hearing my words right now. And they feel stuck. Their flesh is opposed to their spirit. And their spirit is opposed to their flesh. God, break through. Give them a revelation of who you are in the spirit. And who they are as sons and daughters who are born again.
The Spirit is here to teach you heavenly things. You are no longer a citizen of the world. You gotta learn a whole new culture, kingdom culture. Because people born of the flesh grumble. And just as they did in numbers, they grumbled. They were disobedient, they were rebellion, rebelling. Their hearts were hard-hearted hearts. So God allows, and I don't even have to say, God, get ready. Get ready for your pride to get slayed. God authors affliction. In other words, he made the destroyer. I know. But remember, this is us on planet Earth. He created in the beginning a world that mirrors the kingdom. He could have kept everything in his heart and kept everything in the heavenly realms. But no, God goes, I'm going to make something seen. And he is the creator of all creation and even the destroyer, the evil one, has been created by him, for him. This affliction, circumstance, it's been authored by him. In other words, he knows, he knows it. But it is for him and for your healing. As Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, so must the son of man be lifted up. Back in Numbers 21, go read it. Moses cries out to God, the people, they're now afflicted with these snakes. And again, they got bit because of their grumbling. Adam and Eve had the consequence of sin because they didn't stay with the wind. They didn't listen and obey the voice of God. And now, yes, we are all paying. But here's the thing. We are all conquerors. The punishment that was upon Jesus brought us healing over the things the enemy does to hurt us or destroy us. Go ahead, increase your effort. Have some fun. Come on. Give me one minute of increased effort. You gotta be able to smile, come on. You are the head and not the tail. You are above and not beneath. You will lend to many nations and borrow to none because the Son of Man has been lifted up. The very thing that bit you will heal you. I throw off despair and put a garment of praise on. I let go of shame and receive my inheritance. I won't the very thing that's biting you will heal you. Do you understand? This is why when Jesus it's like Nicodemus, your resistance 
It has you stuck like the people in Numbers 21, grumbling, because the people in Numbers 21, they're upset with God. He's not showing up. He's not giving them a comfortable life because he's working the Egypt out of them before they get to the promised land. We got to confess, y'all. We got Egypt in us. We got a spirit of slavery in us. It's all you've ever known before you come to Christ. So Moses cries out. Remember, Moses is just a little representation of who Jesus is. Jesus is the better Moses. Moses cries out, hey God, these people, it's not good down here. These snakes are hurting them. Moses intercedes and God says to Moses, go make a serpent. Go forge one in metal, literally. He basically tells, in some regards, Moses, go make an image. Now remember, we're not supposed to worship images. He's like, listen, put a snake on a pole and lift it up. Put the very thing that is afflicting them, put it on a pole, lift it up. And it says in Numbers that the people who looked to that serpent on the pole were healed. The very thing that bit them, the snake, will be lifted up and they will look to it and be healed. This scripture is, Jesus is saying, listen, my father knows and he's gonna put sin on me and lift me up because it's the sin of the world that I've come to heal it from. People will look to me, the Son of Man lifted up on a cross, and they will believe and have eternal life. They will look to Jesus on a cross, the very thing that afflicted them. It's like God's taking ownership of your pain. He's taking ownership of your pain. Someone needs to hear that today. God is taking ownership. Put it on the cross. Lift it up. Look. See the Son of Man. Look to Him and believe. This is where it requires you to be born of the Spirit, not of the flesh. Your flesh won't make sense of that. Your flesh will not make sense of this person on a pole. But your spirit cries out, oh, that's pretty beautiful. Okay, what are your options anyways? What are your options? Continue trying to be your God and trying to put constraints and constructs around the world and make sense of it for your purposes? Or lower your head, bow your heart, Lift the Son of Man up who bore your afflictions so you would be healed. The very thing that bit you, 
God's turning it around and it will heal you. Accelerate. Five, four, three, two, pull back. Have fun. Come on. C.S. Lewis says, joy is the serious business of heaven. Joy. The joy of the Lord is our strength. Joy is not happiness. Comfort. Joy does comfort us and gives us strength in our affliction that God is doing something here. I have been born of the Spirit and I do not have to make sense of this. All I know is He's more beautiful. Can I get an amen? and put yourself in Nicodemus' shoes. He's been studying, preparing, thinking he knew the way to God. And here's what we need to remember. If what we know about, about God makes us prideful about, we, about what we know about God, we don't know God. Can I get an amen? Let me say that again. Say it with me. If what I know about God makes me prideful about what I know about God, I don't know God. Accelerate. Come on. One minute, 10 seconds. Go, go, go. And miracles are breaking up. Your presence is the spirit of the Lord. The spirit. Let's sing that again. Everything is changing. Yes, everything is changing. Yes, Come on. People who are born of the spirit find Jesus way more beautiful than someone who's always understandable. Nicodemus wants to understand. How can this be? Who are you? I don't understand. Jesus saying to Nicodemus, basically, you're afflicted, Nicodemus. Your hard-heartedness, Nicodemus, is making this hard for you to receive. But when I'm lifted up, you'll get it. And it's more about the fact we don't end at the cross. Pull back. Yeah. Jesus was lifted up. And resurrected. Let us not forget he is not on the cross. He was not found in the tomb. Sin and death cannot hold him. 
but he doesn't say this to Nicodemus about him being lifted up and resurrected just that that's why the world thinks we're crazy that we believe in a God who who didn't jump down off the cross he died like a like a burglar like a thief that's not very dignified and that's why it's so beautiful this is why every movie you see or book you read your heart gravitates towards the hero who is willing to die to go against the grain to face ridicule pushback because they believed in something more beautiful and it was a vision that saves unifies makes whole right you you gotta be something wrong upstairs if you're rooting for the bad guy and I'm not saying those don't exist that's called evil and if you spend enough time focusing on the flesh which is self-focused you will begin to steal cheat and destroy to get what you want because you're focused on you before you know it you're rooting for the bad guy and I think we have a culture right now that think it's that thinks it's cool some to root for the bad guy it's a way of crying out in pain get what you deserve right people that want the bad guy to win they're like yeah if you only knew how hard life has been for me I win I'm getting mine and taking it and that is people that are born of the flesh but you beloved you are born of the spirit and just like Jesus says the wind blows where it wishes the Holy Spirit goes as it wishes and you hear its sound but you do not know where it comes from for where it goes and so it is with everyone who is born of the Spirit this is why y'all being born of the Spirit born, being born again means your mind is attuned to the things of God you're here for God's purposes and not yours and your ears are open to his voice you hear the direction of the wind and you follow even if just like Jesus the Spirit led him into temptation and listen for those of you who are in affliction right now the Holy Spirit knows and God is taking ownership and saying this thing that's afflicting you we're gonna lift that thing up and put it on the cross and I'm gonna heal you yeah instructor training it never fails first of all the amount of fear people face to come and say you know what I'm gonna come out from the crowd and I'm gonna turn and face the crowd and I am gonna declare in this very good body 
that I have a very good God. And I've got some wounds. Look, here's my scars. Here's my extra skin. Here's my cellulite. Here are my wrinkles. Here are my unbecoming features that the world wants nothing to do with. Here it is. But I am going to come out, out of darkness, out of the crowds, out of hiding. And I'm going to proclaim the excellencies, the beauties of God. I'm in love with God and I don't care. And the minute they come out of the crowd, guess what? All their fear goes away. No! Greater levels of exposure, worry, fear, care of the world starts to surface because the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. Being born of the flesh means being born into weakness, that an affliction that cannot be healed. But being born of the spirit means in my affliction, I am being healed. I will look to the cross. Just as Moses said, look to the very thing that is afflicting you. Look to the cross. The one who bore afflictions for our afflictions. Put your faith in who he is and the work he does. So what to do? Recognize when you're being tempted to curse God for the affliction. Resist and stay with God. Gain the reward of choosing Him. And do things you never thought you could do. Then reign and be promoted and take territory. Recognize, resist, and reign. Recognize the temptation to grumble against God. Recognize your pride that says, this isn't God. This is not who I understand him to be, and so I cannot accept him. No. Recognize it's a temptation of your flesh. Resist the temptation. Stay with God. And those who stay with God, those who remain, abide, they do all things. So thank you, God, for this time. We thank you for these words have fallen on open ears and soft hearts. Have your way, God. We are people born of the Spirit, and we look to you for our eternal life. In Jesus' name, amen. Come and fill me.